You're listening to the Get Unstuck Podcast with business mentor, health and fitness influencer, and trainer Heather Newman. Each week, Heather provides you with tips and tools to glitter your soul and add sparkle to your life. Let's get unstuck. You are not a tree, so let's learn to move, change, and find true happiness by creating a vision and living your dreams. For blog posts, business tips, fitness training, at-home workouts, and more, subscribe to GlitterU.com. Now, let's get happy. Here's your host, Heather Newman. What is up, you guys? We are back today, and I'm hopping on our podcast because I had some questions from some ladies who were with us before, or they've just kind of fallen off track, or I've even had a few that have never, ever, ever done a Tone in 10 program before, or even just whatever program is working for you, um, or a new program that you're, you're wanting to try. But the question that keeps coming up is, what do, like once I get to that goal weight, or once I get to a weight where I feel better, what do I do to stay fit? Like once you hit a happy weight, how do I stay there? How do I get off the yo-yo? How do I get off the roller coaster? And how do I maintain a happy weight? And before I get started into these five things that we're going to go over, these five habits to stay fit once you are kind of at a good weight, a happy weight, is I wanted to mention that the skinny shred, we are going to be doing our last one before the summer, and I'll be doing it with you. Um, we start on May the 2nd, depending on whenever you're listening to this podcast, you can also go to toneintend.com, go under the pricing, and you will be able to see if the skinny shred is available for you to purchase and do it on your own. But if you're interested in joining us, uh, it'll be linked in the description for you. And again, it'll be the last one that I'll be doing with you until August. So be sure to check out the skinny shred. It's only a seven day shred. You can do it on your own pace at your own time. And it totally just kind of lays everything out for you. You just have to print it out and commit to it. All right. So Today we're going to talk about things that fit people do in order to stay at a certain weight or to maintain their fitness, right? Their fitness, their fit life. And I'll be honest with you, I have not used my my fitness pal tracking since probably my last photo shoot that I did with Laura. And if you guys don't know Laura Flannery, she does headshots by, headshots by Laura. She's my girl. Um, she's got a complete glam squad. Anyway, that's a little shout out for Laura. But I haven't done any tracking since my last photo shoot with her, and it's been a little while. So you guys know that you know in my personal experience and my coaching that I just share with you habits that I've learned to do consistently. And also, I always say that we're always learning and we're always growing. Like, I don't want someone to hold me to something that I may be doing today that is that is helping me that I share with you. And then two years down the road, you're like, well, that's not what you told me. That's not what you said you were doing. I need you to understand that we're always learning. We're always growing. We're always aging, right? So we have different different challenges as we get older in life with hormone balance and fitness and the way that we can actually tighten up. So what do fit people do consistently? I'm going to share that with you. Number one is having a meal schedule. And I don't necessarily mean a meal plan. I mean basically the timing and the frequency of your meals. And 
like for me, example, and that's the only example I can share with you right now because I want to be completely transparent and honest with you right now. And this has been working for me since my last photo shoot. I have not been tracking in my fitness pal, my macros and macros is what I like, right? Like there's all kinds of different plans you can do. I'm not saying there's a one plan fits all for everybody, but if you have not done my macros machine or my skinny shred or my seven day sugar detox, those are the three tools that I use when I need to cut, I need to shred, I need to tighten up if I'm going on vacation. Those are the tools that I use and I give you everything. I literally follow those three programs, right? So having a meal schedule, what that means is the timing and the frequency of your meals. Like what time, I'm pretty much using daily the same the same breakfast, the same lunch, the same snack, the same dinner. I am a four meal person. I do four meals a day right now, right now, today. That's what's what's happening. That's what's working for me without tracking. I eat four meals a day and I have like a dessert or a snack, a healthy protein bowl before I go to bed. And I love that. Like that keeps me in a routine and I'm basically on the same time. I, I, my body knows, like when I know when I'm getting hungry, I know when I'm about to fuel up, I'm giving it the right things that it needs before my workout, after my workout, or at the end of the day. So number two kind of goes with number one. And again, it's kind of eating the similar foods every single day. And some people are like, that's so boring, I cannot do that. Well, that may be exactly why you're not able to meet the goals that you wanna meet or reach the goals that you wanna reach because your food variety is more important to you than actually reaching said goal. But if you start deciding and understanding your body and learning to love the foods that you eat and you start eating similar foods every day at the same time-ish, it helps in terms with you not having to think so much about it, right? Like when we get off of a plan or we start to squirrel out, as I say, it it allows us to start overthinking the food choices. And then that's typically when we will make the wrong decision or we don't have anything prepared. And we're like, oh, well, I had that yesterday. I can't dare eat that again today. I hear that so much. And that that's just a mindset. That is the, that's because maybe that's the way you were brought up to eat everything different every day. But you've got to understand that there's a price that you pay with that. You pay with you know inflammation and you pay with you, you are what you eat. And there is some truth to that. You you are indeed what you eat and whatever you eat today, you will feel it tomorrow, be it on the scale, be it in your pants, be it bloatiness, be it feeling like puffy fingers, all those things, right? So anyway, eating the similar foods on a daily basis takes all the guesswork out. It's sort of like it makes tracking, not tracking easy to do. If you know I'm eating similar foods because I love it. And again, let me stress that I eat the similar foods every single day because I love these foods. I don't have to do that. I choose to do that because I know it's in line with what my body responds to. I know that I'm eating the right things before I work out, after I work out, and it just takes out the squirrelness. It takes out, there's less thinking involved and I don't have to worry about like all the overwhelm from all kind of food options. I know that if I eat the similar foods and make my routine, you know, it it just makes my routine that much easier to stick to. So this is always um, something that will allow you to pay attention also to how your body is digesting. Like I know what foods 
immediately cause me to bloat and I've kind of eliminated those from my everyday routine. I'm not saying I won't ever allow myself to have certain things. I do, but I know that on a daily basis when I'm trying to maintain a certain weight, I tend to eat the similar types of foods every single day. And most fit people do. If you ever talk to your personal trainer and ask them if they eat kind of the same things, they're probably going to tell you yes. <laughs> so make sure you enjoy the foods. And again, I love the foods that I choose. These foods are working for me and I don't have any regret. I don't like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on whatever it is. You know what I mean? Okay, number three, this one's kind of a given, I think, but exercising on a regular basis. And when I say regular basis, for me, my opinion is three to five days a week. It doesn't have to be every single day, but it does require some exercising on a regular basis. Um, three to five days a week, most fit, lean people are active people. So making fitness and exercise a priority, be it you know, your 10,000 steps. If you're that person that has to get their 10,000 steps, that's awesome. Or if you do weight training four days a week, or if you do bar class two days a week, and then you do cardio two days a week, or, you know, if you've got, you've got a system in place that you know that you are exercising regularly and you're staying um, active, do something three to five days a week and keep that as like at the top of your mind, you want to make exercise one of your top priorities. Okay. So anybody that is fit that they do this, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. They definitely incorporate exercise. Okay, so number four, this might be a little controversial, um, but and it, it's actually something that we teach in Tone and Ten, not to make it your like, you know, everyday tool. And that's what it is. It's a tool. But in this in this podcast, because of what we're talking about, because we want to talk about the habits of a fit lifestyle and the habits of people who stay fit, I have to include it. So be it on your radar or not, be it something that you love or you hate, one of the top things is to use your scale as a tool. And I know I stress non-scale victories. We actually brag about non-scale victories every Friday in our Tone and 10 forum and our Facebook group. But I would say, especially if you are just starting your journey and you're trying to make change happen, the only way you're going to do that is to change things up. And I would definitely recommend in the beginning, especially before you get, you know, a handle on your food and your new lifestyle, which takes time. It doesn't just happen. You guys know that it takes 21 days at least. I say it takes 30 to develop a new habit. And then once we develop that new habit, it has to just be part of our new lifestyle if we're loving the way we're feeling and the, the you know the way we look so I would say non-scale victories are very important but we do want to utilize the tool that we usually have which is a scale and I don't care if it's one time a week I don't care if it's three times a week five times a week some people like that because they can take the average over the month and kind of know exactly where their body is but most fit people know what they weigh. They keep up with their stats regular, regularly, and it, it could be every day, it could be once a week, it could be, you know, a couple times a month, but basically I can use as an example 
is when we were in lockdown, right? Like, I know we don't want to look at the scale sometimes, like it can be very intimidating, but I need you to understand something. Just like when we were in lockdown, example, COVID, right? It, a lot of people were working from home. You had more access to the refrigerator. You're more sedentary. You were probably in sweatpants and or pajamas. And you just don't realize, you don't realize how quickly the weight can creep up on you. So I want you to look at jumping on the scale like this. I want you to think of it as data. Like take your emotion out of it. Don't let it freak you out. Okay, so we're not going to let it freak us out. We're going to take all the emotion out of it, and we're just going to use it as data. Weighing less um, can be more challenging. Like if you weigh yourself less, meaning not as many times, not as often, it can be more challenging for you than if you're weighing yourself more. Because when you're weighing yourself more, you're kind of like, oh, here, here's that number again. Here's my data. This is where I'm at. No big deal. But if you haven't been on the scale in, say, six, eight, even 12 months and you have no idea how much you weigh, you're going to freak yourself out and you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so scared to get on there. It's like you're scared to face the reality, but think of it like this. You rather know that number than if you had to go to the doctor and the doctor's like, how much do you weigh? And you're like, I have no clue. I, I don't know. I don't manage that. Let's think of it like this. Think of your weight. It's, it's just like keeping an eye on your bank account, right? The scale is not a true measurement of all the things. But if you don't look at your checkbook, we all know how easy it is to just pull out that debit card and keep spending and spending and spending and spending. And then we're like, oh my God, I got to look at my bank account. Oh my God, it, it could totally be in the red or I could have $5 left in my account. Like that is exactly what getting on the scale is like. If you don't know that data, if you don't know how much is in your checking account, then you never know if you're going in the right direction or if you're okay. Like if you should stop spending, stop eating so much like you don't know until you have that data so just look at it the scale is nothing more than data and the amount of you know your weight it would be the same as looking at your bank account hopefully that helps okay <laughs> don't take that the wrong way I'm just trying to make it so that you look at it through a different you know set of lens so Let's go. Number five. Lastly, this one is so freaking simple. You guys know this answer. Just make your fitness a priority. Exercise, it has to be a priority. If you talk to anybody that is fit, that you're like, gosh, they're so, like, they look so healthy. They look so fit. And you want to be that person. I mean, this is so simple. They make fitness a priority. If exercise is not a priority for you, it won't happen. It's that simple. It's a choice. And it could be a hard one because you have to commit. You have to make the decision that I am going to work out because I know that I need to invest in myself and I need to do this for myself. I'm never going to get to from here to there and look like that if I or feel like that. It's not always about how we look, but I, I feel like for women, sometimes we're like, yeah, it kind of is. I don't, I don't know. It depends, you know, but a lot of us, come on, it's about our heart health. It's about how we feel in our clothes and how we feel energetically. Like if we feel funky, women know that we're like, I know I can feel better than this. And if I move my body the way it's supposed to be, move around, I know I can feel better. Okay. So I hope I'm not like 
nobody takes this the wrong way. I'm talking to you like you and I are having coffee and that's, this is exactly how I'd be talking to you. So just, you have to make fitness a top priority. And I hear from women all the time that they're just busy. And when they get home, they're tired. And girlfriend, I get it. I am right there with you. Don't think I wake up every day and I'm like, yay, I can't wait to work out today. Like, no, I don't. I literally have to like check in with my group sometimes and I'll see someone else did it. And that helps me when I see somebody else got up and did their strength training. I'm like, okay, okay. They did it. They're at work. They did it at 5 a.m. Oh my gosh, I'm getting my butt up right now and I'm going and I'm moving my body. I'm going to do this today. It's on my list. I got to make it a priority. No ifs, ands, or buts. Remember, ladies, you cannot pour from an empty cup. I talk about the teacup scenario. I'm going to say it again. You're the mama teacup teapot. <laughs> You're the mama teapot. I'm a little teapot. Remember that? It was my first dance review. Mama teapot cannot pour into the teacups unless you pour into yourself first. So it's okay to have me time. It's okay to invest in your health and say, family, I have to go work out. I have 10 minutes to do my tone in 10 workouts or whatever it is you do, but you've got to have a plan in place. Don't wing it. You guys know by now, don't just wing it. If you wing it, you're going to get sort of wing it results. If you want real results, you got to have a plan. You got to follow the plan day by day, step by step. That's why they're called a program. Programs work. Join us in Tone and 10. They've all been laid out for you. I hold your hand and we do them together and we try to make them as fun as possible. And they only take 10 minutes. So everybody's got 10 minutes. Get off social media. Stop your scroll and let's go work out. All right, you guys. So remember, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Um, you're going to have to give yourself some me time. And that is not being selfish. Please don't look at that as being selfish when you need to invest in your health. You have got to pour into your teapot in order for you to give to everybody else. And I know that if you're a mom, you are giving to everyone else. Even if you're not a mom, you're just a woman in general. Women tend to give, 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 do, 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 do. And we're exhausted. But you've got to give yourself some time. You've got to give yourself some attention because you cannot pour from an empty cup. All right. I hope you found these five habits helpful. And even if you're not like going to be able to turn them all around in one day, I know that this has taken me years upon years upon years to understand that this just has to be part of my daily routine. It just has to. If I want to live the life that I want to live, if I want to feel the way I want to feel, and if I want to take my health into my own hands and try as hard as I can, I know that if I end up at the doctor's office, I can tell him what I weigh, what I eat, the protein I get, the vitamins I take, the minerals I give myself, the nutrition that I give my body. Like I know all this and I feel confident that I am doing everything in my power to take care of the one body that God has given me. And I know that you're here to do the same thing. Otherwise, you wouldn't be right here 20 minutes into the podcast, right? You my girl. All right, girlfriend. I will talk to you guys next time. Love you so much. I'll see you in the Tone and 10 studio. And if you're not doing the skinny shred or if you haven't done the skinny shred with us yet, go ahead and grab it. Come on, girlfriend. Let's do this. Bye. Hey, 
friend. Thank you so much for listening to Heather's Get Unstuck podcast. Her goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact Heather's efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find Heather on Instagram at GlitterU, her website at www.glitteru.com, and or join the free Get Unstuck community Facebook group.